0: The word Nirgun and the word Sagun are very commonly used. Nirgun referring to without qualities. Nirgun, gun is qualities. And Sagun, with qualities. Let's understand them at a higher level, deeper level. So, how do you feel about Nirgun compared to the idea of uh, no qualities and Sagun often translated as with qualities?
1: Yeah, these two words are sometimes confusing to people, and especially when they are used when we are referring to Brahman. We say Nirgun Brahman, Sagun Brahman, and people often think that Nirgun Brahman means without any qualities, and Sagun means with qualities, and so on. But that's not true, because sometimes when you use the word Nirguna, it may not mean just without qualities, but without material qualities. Because we have to understand that if Brahman is the source of this whole cosmos, universe, everything is coming from that, as the Vedanta Sutra then says, Janma, So if he is the source, he is the cause, then how can he be completely nirguna without any qualities, because this universe has got so many qualities. So if the source does not have it, if the cause does not have it, then how the effect will, or how the product will have it? So, Nirguna is used then in the sense that he is without any material gunas, means material qualities. And Saguna is used that he has qualities. So, ultimately Saguna, when it is said he has qualities, means he has spiritual qualities. And when it is used that he is nirguna, means he does not have material qualities. So I often give this example to make it understand, because in our common parlance also we say, that suppose you go to some foreign country and there are no chapatis available there. So only thing you can eat is bread. And you are not accustomed to eating bread, you are a chapatiwala. You eat chapati in the morning, you know, parathas for breakfast and lunch, you have your rotis.
0: I gave up my chapatis <laughs> a while back, but I remember eating chapatis. Okay. Okay. So, you understand. I right? understand.
1: So, now you go to a place where you don't get it. So, you'll say, oh, Ma, there is no food here. You call <laughs> home and say say, I'm, I'm starving, there's no food here, right? So, it's not that the food is not there, but what you, what is food for you that is not there. Right. But you will say like that. Right. It's not that people of that country are hungry or they are not eating anything, but it's just that your food is different from their food and you say, well, I'm hungry and I'm I'm really starving because I can't get my food here. So, similarly, because we are, so it is a denial of the popular food. So, so guna, as we understand here in the material world, are material qualities. Mm. But God, supreme person, does not have material qualities. So, how do I describe him? So, I say he is Nirguna. Means, first I have to understand that he does not have these qualities as we have. His form is not like our form, so therefore he is called Nirakar, Nirguna. So, that, does not, that is not an absolute denial of Gunas or qualities. That is not an absolute denial of form, because if he has no form, how the form is going to manifest here?
0: Sagun is with spiritual qualities, not material qualities.
1: Right.
0: So then, how is nirgun with qualities different than sagun?
1: Not different. Just to say that does not have material qualities. Okay. So because it's the same Brahman, you call it nirgun and you call it sagun. Right. So now nirgun is equal to sagun. So how you are going to make that equation? So nirgun means no material qualities. Sagun means spiritual qualities. So they are equal.
0: So what you're saying is Nirgun as a description is the negation of material qualities. Right. And Sagun as a description is the affirmation of spiritual qualities. Right. The entity is the same.
1: Entity the is entity the same. is the
0: same, has spiritual qualities, but no material. Does quality. not have material qualities. So we, we do a double description what it has and what it doesn't have. Right. Yeah. It yeah. has this but it doesn't have that right. to complete the description.
1: Right.
0: So Nirgun Sagun are together the full description.
1: Right. So, what happens now that people just stuck to one thing and they say, well, he is Nirgun, he is Nirakar, he has no form, no qualities. So, that is really not true. He has that. It's a denial of the material thing.
0: When we say, Brahman manifests as the cosmos. Right. So, the manifestation, how is the manifestation different from the cause which is Brahman?
1: So, manifestation is different because this has material qualities and he does not have material qualities.
0: So, Brahman has spiritual qualities but no material qualities. Brahman manifests as the cosmos is where the material qualities emerge.
1: Right. So, this is one way of understanding. Another way of understanding is that when you say Nirgun Brahman means that is one manifestation of him which is without qualities. So that is, in Bhagavatam is described very clearly Vadanti tatpatvadas, tattvam advayam, brahmeti, paramatmeti, That there is only one tattva, there is only one reality, obviously This is, all our scriptures say that But that one reality manifests in three ways One is called Brahman So Brahman is where his qualities are not manifest, his form is not manifest It's not that he does not have it it's not manifest, like you have the seed, so the tree is there inside, but it is not mani- in the it's manifest. It's in a potential yeah. form. So, there is a cause and there is an effect. So, it is just the causal state, unmanifest. And then, in the form of Bhagwan, He has all His manifest qualities and manifest form. So, that is Bhagawan. And when the same Bhagawan appears as Paramatma to regulate this universe, that that is His one aspect. So, Brahman is, when and it is actually the same reality. The reality is only one, but there are three types of transcendentalists or yogis. So there are jnana yogis, and there are astanga yogis or yogis and there are Bhakta yogis. So bhakti yogis, they see the absolute reality as Bhagwan, because they have love for him, he manifests, he reciprocates with them. Astanga yogis, they see him in the heart, in the four-handed form. And the jnana yogis, they realize only the impersonal aspect of the same reality. So, to give an example that you are in the plane high above the sky, so you see the ocean, you all see it just as one piece. You don't see any distinctions, right? It's Basically, you can say that it has no form. Of course, some color is there, otherwise you would not see it. Then the plane comes down, right? You are coming down, then you start seeing that ocean, there are ships and things like that. And then you actually go to the beach and you jump inside the ocean and you see there is a whole world inside that. So you have three different visions of the same object. The object has not changed, but your vision has changed. So similarly, the absolute reality is one, but depending on your distance from that. So jnanis, they don't want to relate in love. So then as Krishna says, yaya prapadyante. That I reciprocate according to the Bhava mm. of my person who approaches me. So, if, you are, if your concept of the absolute is that absolute does not have any form qualities, then he also manifests to you as Brahman. But if you have, if you have this idea that he has a form, he actually plays, he does, then he manifests to you as a person. Mm. So, then that is Saguna and that is Nirgun, but it is the same thing. So, therefore, saguna and nirguna can also be seen in this way, that he has manifest with transcendental qualities and he is manifest to somebody without any qualities. Hmm. So, this is one way of understanding. Hmm.
0: If one wants to explain or describe Brahman not limited by any qualities at all. Right. So, is there a, is there a, is there a way to describe Brahman's Uh, non, not being, because even spiritual qualities then it means you have to conform to them. So, quality is also limitation.
1: No, these qualities are not limitation because he does not have duality. See, that is the thing, that's why we have to say spiritual quality. So, when you say material quality, Then there is a duality in that.
0: Yeah, because if it's hot, it's not cold. Right. If you say Brahman is very big, it means he can't be very small. But he is both. He is (laughs) both. So, your point being that material qualities have dualities in the sense that a particular quality, if you have, the measurement is X, it cannot be also Y. Right. But in his
1: case, it is both. Like Krishna, when he was, you know, he broke the part of mother Yashoda, then she was trying to bind him with ropes. But, any number, number of ropes could not go around his belly. So, he's, he did not become very big in size. Right. He was same size like a small baby, but all these big ropes could not actually circumvent his belly. Right. So, why? Because he is unlimited. He was showing that I am unlimited, you cannot bind me with these limited ropes. <laughs> so, actually,
0: there is a paradox there. This is the paradox. Paradox, we see, we can't really get it uh, because our mind is in this duality. Right. So, our mind cannot make sense, so, how can it be like this and it's also contradiction, how so, can it be? So, like?
1: that's why they use the word achintya.
0: Achintya, so, so, it, inconceivable. Right.
1: So, in there, therefore, it is said that, achintya khaluye bhava na tarkena yojayet. He says, those objects which are achintya, don't use your material logic to understand them. It's very clearly said. Because if you utilize your material logic to understand, then you are in trouble.
0: So, ultimately, Brahman is inconceivable. In Therefore, uh, calling, saying, nirgun, Sagun is sort of provisional, points us in some direction. Right. But we cannot sort of really make sense well, of he's it. Both. So, the key to understanding, to making sense of nirgun, Sagun is to understand the word guna. It refers to material gunas, material properties. Right. And nirguna is beyond those. And anything human beings conceptualize in the ordinary state of consciousness is within this within world of material properties, material gunas.
1: So, that's why we need the help of Shastra because Shastra is explaining to you things which are beyond gunas. But then you don't try to misinterpret it to fit, <laughs> fit into your concept.
0: And we will be talking about, we are, we are talking about Shastras in also in other episodes. But there is a very important point that the Shastra is sort of a pointer to that which we cannot understand, but the shastra being written by somebody who has that state of consciousness is giving us a pointer and helping us get that
1: understanding. It yeah, it is helping us to uplift our consciousness to that level.